0: RAC's post-op podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. Long hours on the feet, slightly bent over, working in the same position, doing repetitive tasks. Does this all sound familiar? If you suffer from shoulder, neck and upper back pain, it could be from the effects of a work-related musculoskeletal disorder, or WRMD. Surgeons tend to suffer from WRMD more than the general population, says Dr Catherine Grant, a surgical resident based at Royal Adelaide Hospital who's pursuing a career in general surgery. In an effort to promote the health and well-being of doctors, Dr Grant and her surgical colleague Dr Leong Tiong have undertaken further study to examine the risks of work-related musculoskeletal pain among surgeons and trainees. First, Dr Grant explains what work-related musculoskeletal disorder is to Heather Dawson.
1: They affect muscles, tendons and nerves and they commonly result from conditions in the workplace or performance of work tasks. There are multiple risk factors for these, uh, which include prolonged non-neutral postures and repetitive tasks, and they usually manifest with gradual onset of pain, which could eventually prevent people from their normal work and even interfere with their everyday tasks. So
2: it's basically people leaning over for extended periods of time?
1: That's right, and also performing repetitive tasks, so... Many occupations, for example, surgery where you're constantly kind of pronating and supinating your arm or using your shoulders, bending over, things like that can really exacerbate the injury.
2: Well, tell us about your study, what you were trying to achieve and how you conducted it.
1: Recent studies have identified increasing rates of these disorders in surgeons and have in particular revealed higher rates among surgeons in comparison to the general population. So our purpose was to investigate the incidents and the risk factors for these among surgeons and trainees around Australia. So we looked at over 300 surgeons. We sent out a survey to the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons, um, which include demographics like height, BMI, age and gender, as well as the nature of the surgeon's operative work, hours spent working operating, and the presence and severity of neck, shoulder or upper back pain. We then looked at the data to look at the incidence of these disorders in surgeons and also to identify risk factors for development of work-related musculoskeletal pain. And what were the main findings of the study then? Our results were quite shocking actually and showed really high incidence of musculoskeletal pain among surgeons in Australia. We found that 42% of surgeons had neck, shoulder or upper back pain in a week's period and 75% had pain over the preceding 12 months. Neck pain was the most common, followed by shoulder and upper back, and over one-third of surgeons had pain preventing them from their work, and one-fifth of surgeons had neck or shoulder pain at least once a week. Did the results of the survey surprise you? They did. Um, They were actually higher than studies from overseas. The issue with a study like this is it is a survey study, so results will probably as in the prevalence will probably be higher because it is a survey and so it's voluntary for people to fill out so if someone does have musculoskeletal pain they're much more likely to kind of return the survey and fill it out and because of that there's a selection bias but even so the results are huge I mean over three quarters of surgeons with musculoskeletal pain in a year it's just quite remarkable.
2: So which surgeons are more likely to be affected by work-related musculoskeletal disorder uh, from your survey and and why do you think they're at higher risk?
1: We found that female surgeons have much higher rates of pain in comparison to their male counterparts um, where the odds of having pain for females in comparison to males in a 12-month period was around 80% higher for neck and shoulder pain and 60% higher for upper back pain. There have been studies in the past that have looked at musculoskeletal pain in women in comparison to men and have identified higher rates in the general population. They've come up with a few theories, including differences in physical characteristics like upper body strength, But also, and especially in a um, hospital and surgical setting, work environments that are designed for male norms, including um, surgical instrumentation. Apart from females being at higher risk, we also found surgeons who'd been working for fewer years and who were younger age were more likely to have upper back pain. We think that this may be a result of physical conditioning after surgical training, as well as a lack of awareness of posture and ergonomics in younger surgeons and trainees.
2: So what are the implications then of your study on uh, the surgeons in Australia?
1: Well, we've really shown the effect of pain on the health and productivity of surgeons is substantial and potentially even detrimental to patient care. There have been studies around the world on this problem, but minimal in Australia, and our research appears to be consistent with findings from overseas, which also demonstrate similarly high rates of work-related pain in the surgical cohort. The health and career longevity of surgeons and trainees really relies on raising awareness of these problems now and to try and form an overarching intervention. We've predicted from all these studies and a big meta-analysis that was recently published in the Journal of American Medical Association has found the surgical workforce will face a shortage by 2025 and they have identified that disability from musculoskeletal pain is likely a contributing factor. So studies such as this are helping to build awareness of musculoskeletal injury mug surgeons, but there's still further work that's needed and we need to collaborate with colleagues in occupational medicine and ergonomics to try and come up with an education and intervention plan.
2: Yes, so what can be done to prevent the disorders, do you believe?
1: Unfortunately, there's a multitude of factors placing surgeons at risk of these disorders that aren't modifiable. It's just the nature of the beast that uh, surgeons are required to work long hours and operating often requires static awkward postures and really contorted body positioning. And as well as this, surgeons have the added pressures of working under time constraints and maintaining mental intensity. However, we really need to move away from the philosophy of working through pain. This mindset's really typical of many surgeons and that was evident in our study as well who traditionally discourage complaints about stress and fatigue. Our study and studies in the past have also shown that we underreport pain and injury and surgeons are not taking time off work when required. Additionally, there's little education on surgical ergonomics and workplace safety even though we know that good ergonomic practice and education during training reduces the likelihood of these musculoskeletal disorders. There was a component of our study where we asked surgeons to make a comment on uh, what they think is kind of the cause of their pain and also what exacerbates it and what they think we could do about it. And most of them commented that in their training, they really weren't taught about things like posture, instrument use, what to do if you do come across musculoskeletal pain after a long day at work. So we think that by implementing an evidence-based education program for surgical trainees but also ongoing education for consultant surgeons that this can probably help to prevent the disorder but also to get rapid treatment once you start experiencing musculoskeletal pain at work. In order to do so, as I mentioned, we probably need to collaborate with occupational therapists, ergonomists, physiotherapists, to try and develop an ergonomics program that's specific for surgeons and we really need to work on making treatment and time off work readily available for surgeons and trainees when it's required.
2: I suppose a lesson for surgeons is that um, they actually do need to put time aside to get treatment and try to rectify the, the pain.
1: Yeah and I think that raising awareness as well will help where you know if this becomes an everyday conversation that surgeons and trainees are willing to have with their colleagues and also to discuss it with their supervisors, that will make a big difference.
0: Dr Catherine Grant. RAC's post-op podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. You can reach the Bongiorno National Network on plus 613 9863 311